Hey guys, has this lockdown made you lose track of your fitness goals? Are you starting your resolution for 2021 and you want to lose weight but need some help? Introducing my affordable workout plans for men and women. With packages starting at $5, this offer can't be beat. Go to RadicalLatino.com to find out more. Hey guys, do you have a product you want more eyes on? Advertise with the Radical Latino Show, where over 10K podcast downloads and the number 25 spot on the 55 All Latin Podcast list, you'll want your product heard on everyone's phones and cars. Go to RadicalLatino.com forward slash contacts and start advertising today. Playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. I think there's more radical than evil. Radical Latino, you're fucking it. The radical point of views, I think his views are actually more dangerous. Welcome back to another episode, my people. Welcome back to the Radical Latino Show. It's your host, the Radical Latino, aka number 17 on all Latin podcast lists, aka number 24 on all Bronx influencer and podcast influencer lists, and Mr. Unsuable for 53 weeks running. What's going on? I hope everybody is doing great. I hope everybody survived that little tornado storming all that we're gonna definitely talk about that i'm saying this episode right now is sponsored by my merch store so if you guys want to hit up the merch or see what it is about go to my merch store the link down below at teesprings or if you guys want to go to my website radicallatino.com and go to the merch spot there's a link right there it sends you right there to the merch store we got plenty of uh of awesome merches out there you know the latin unity the black and brown unity the it's in my dna mexican dominican puerto rican cuban brazilian haitian you know def- uh, and all those other stuff so definitely go check that out i'm saying now uh i hope some of y'all you know outside of the whole scene virus uh i hope some of y'all are really um you know uh holding it down and y'all didn't get affected as much as other people did due to hurricane ida that hurricane hit the the south to the northeast crazy it hit us like crazy uh i i heard that uh louisiana got hit bad parts of um I think was it Tennessee or something like that got hit bad New York yo New York we we were flooded yo New York was flooded like a idiot like an idiot I decided to just uh spend um spend some time down in the city and was gonna drive home that night oh my god took me three hours to get home took me three hours to get home uh all manhattan you know certain places were blocked in central park i couldn't even go there had a loop around twice 
how to take the long distance. I didn't even take the FDR, took the long distance to the GW. Finally got on the GW, you know, through the through the through the Bronx. You feel me? Finally got through the GW through the Bronx and Boom. No, actually, no, BS. I got through the GW from the heights. My fault. Finally got through the GW on the heights, you know, the, the upper the upper part. I thought I was scot-free. Man, once I hit State Route 4. Right when I hit State Route 4, flooded. I'm like, damn. So I gotta like drive my van all up and you know what I mean? Good thing I didn't have the other car. I got two cars the other way. Good thing I didn't have the other car. Yo, I would have been I would have been in a boat. <laughs> I would have I would have needed a boat. You know what I'm saying? But I, I I survived. It took me three hours to get home, but I survived. Highways were were flooded, trees were down. I uh I took another spot because it was a huge uh, you know roadblock. I took another spot. I'm thinking I, I yo I'm doing my I'm doing my thing. Man, listen. I thought I was doing my thing. Listen, that there was a huge huge pileup. I had literally go local. The GPS kept on rerouting uh, rerouting me back. I kept on putting you know I got ways. I was like, nah, that joint is closed. Yo, that joint is closed. I had to go local. I had to go local five to ten miles off of the highway to go to the other entrance of the same highway just so I could I could avoid all that pileup. You know what I mean? Insane. Insane. Took me three hours to get home. But I got home. I was I was nervous as hell, but I got home and all of that is all good. Hopefully, um, all of y'all didn't, didn't, you know, go through anything crazy. Also, I, I didn't know, um, Andrew, you know, Andrew showed the Andrew 10, 26, one show. He hit me up talking about, yo, I hope you good. I hope you survived the hurricane brother. I did. And I hope you did too. You know what I mean? I don't know if, if California got hit that hard due to the, due to the hurricane. I don't know. I don't know if uh, Florida got hit that hard, but if it didn't, then y'all lucky. You know what I'm saying, um, but yo, New York got flooded. Like train stations became waterfalls and listen, it was insane. You, know, you feel me? It was insane. So hopefully everybody, you know, survive all of that, you know, all of that good stuff. Now uh, I put out a recent video of our number one racist rancho um i put out a, a video about about him uh he he used to be a rapper all right so he used to be a rapper listen i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie one or two songs up in that whole soundcloud mixtape joint pretty decent i'm not gonna lie one or two songs is pretty decent Every other stuff is straight up garbage. It's straight up trash. Every yo, everything else is straight up like I was like, wait a minute. You used, you 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 used to rap. You were real cool with black folks, and now you now you're racist. Like, fam, we see right through it. Like, what what? You know what I'm saying so. I don't know. Go check it out on my YouTube channel. It was actually pretty uh. Pretty interesting. Something else that I should also be checking out is the interview I did with the native, the indigenous, I'm sorry, the indigenous podcast, 
I did an interview. The link will be down below. Definitely go check that out. Give it some love. Um, and that interview, that interview went great. There was a couple of trolls up in there. You know, um, it is what it is. You can't really control them, but it is what it is. But um, we had a great conversation about identity. And I, I think you guys should definitely check that out. After you guys check it out, go to my YouTube page on my community tab and vote. Because this is just something we're workshopping. You know what I'm saying? Something we're workshopping. What Latin people should classify themselves. Because there's going to be people that classify themselves as indigenous. And there's going to be people that classify themselves as black. That's cool. But there's going to be people in between. So I, So we were hashing it out. Well, not hashing it out. We were... We were basically workshopping it. We workshopped it to to basically say, should we be called copper or bronze? And for some reason, I was really feeling the copper label. I don't know. So I got a poll up there during the week. During next week, I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll see what what happened. But so far, so far, people have been actually voting for that uh for that label and so far 42 people voted right and the copper label got 71 percent the bronze got 29 so copper i don't know copper is pretty is, is winning i'm saying copper is winning so uh i, I want to see what you guys think you know what i'm saying i want to see what you guys think Hopefully you guys could co probably come up with something better. M mind you, this is not going to be set in stone, but this is just a concept because and and the way everything worked out it is is fantastic because there's a petition. I believe it is orchestrated by Mexican Excellence. Shout out to Mexican Excellence, by the way. If you guys are not following her, you guys should definitely uh, follow her. A petition is out to, um, talking about, and by the way, the petition link will be down below. There's a petition that's out basically uh, trying to force all media outlets out there to stop referring to our people as Hispanic, Latinos, and Latinx. And I agree 100%. I agree 100% because I've said this plenty of times. The identity of Latin people have been used to become everybody else's benefit. Our identity is an identity of captured people. When you're, when you are a group of captured people and you don't know your history whatsoever, you are going to be given labels that you don't know nothing about, but you will stand by and die for. I'm gonna repeat that one more time. You will be given labels that you don't know nothing about, but you will stand by and die for. There's a, Hispa a Hispanidad movement, even the word that it says it itself, with a bunch of people that ain't even Spaniards, that don't even look like a lick of Spanish, but yet will die for that span uh, Hispano label. That says a lot. That says a lot. That says that white supremacy 
really did a number in they psyche. White supremacy really got them hook, line, and sinker. That's what it says. That's what it says. You feel what I'm saying? So, because of that, there's a petition now, and I signed the petition. So far, there's, I think, was it 300 people signed the petition? I don't know too much about petitions. I'm For the small research that I've done, it says if you get a thousand or more people to sign the petition, it will actually go and, and you got to uh, put it up to Congress and... I believe Congress will do something or the census board will do something because a lot of people was asking for it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, definitely, definitely uh, go check that petition out. And if you agree to that, go definitely sign it and stuff like that. You know, um, more interviews on the way. So definitely look out for that. I got a lot of things lined up to do and, and all that. So definitely look out for all of that now i'm going to read episode number 54 the comments for episode number 54 all people of color are prisoners of war shout out to nilly fuller he's the one that came up with that concept i'm the one that you know took it and made it into an episode so uh shout out to nilly fuller for that um now Decolonize Alexis says, shout out to Nelly Fuller. Yes. I, I'm just dying to read his book. Our people, people, indigenous, brown, black, or Latin people are just native when it comes to white supremacy. Unfortunately, the personal story that Brother Radical told, I can relate. I used to know a black girl in high school that she was adopted by white people and there was something funny style about her too. She had the same mannerisms she wanted to be around mostly white folks too i'm like what the f 100 percent true there's something weird about that when it comes to certain folks certain non-white people mind you who get adopted by white supremacists they adopt this type of weird fascination like you saved me or something type it's weird it's really weird and they start adopting this type of negativity towards them, their own people or people who are closely related to them. It's really weird. You know what I'm saying? InfoDen said, interesting, interesting title. All right. Shout out to InfoDen. Hopefully you saw the episode. You know what I'm saying? Um, Truth Teacher said, even during slavery, there was communities of free people of color. They didn't have any illusions that they were living under a system of oppression, even when they were richer than many white folks. They always knew that that one time it was and what they always knew what time it was. Oh, what time it was. And they were the ones who initiated the fight against racism and slavery in general. Yeah, a couple of people with with money doesn't uh, doesn't negate the truth, but, but he's right. There was a there was a few black folks with money and they knew what time it was because they were always constantly reminded about it. You know what I'm saying? They were all always constantly reminded about it. Windendale says, sorry for the passing of your friend. Yeah, shout out to Jay. You know, um, RIP to him. Uh yeah, he was my homie. He's the reason why I got the 
the vaccine. Hopefully, it's, it's not a stupid move or it's a good move. I don't know. Um, Dominican Warrior, one of these uh, trolls again. Look at these. Look at these names. Dominican Warrior. I'm a warrior. I'm a Dominican Warrior. Man, you ain't a warrior not Crying about something again. Yeah. Well, me telling people about our struggle and how white supremacy, the system of white supremacy has us in, is not crying, it's informing. You know what I mean? You are the are the one crying about Haitians that is invading nothing. Okay, so it is what it is, you know? Uh, Juan says, you need to check out Macho. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you, you need to check out Mancho and his panel of Afro-Latinos and they threat of Dominican Republic. You need to respond to him eight sec. First of all, this whole episode is a response to that live stream, by the way. If you guys aren't aware, you guys are now. This whole live stream, this whole podcast episode is a response to that live stream, by the way. And I'm gonna go point for point and give my thoughts and then, you know, from there it is what it is, right? All right. Now, with that being said, we're done with all the updates and infos for y'all fine people, right? Okay. So our first topic of the day is iPhone charger cable password stealing. Oh my God, What's, what what is that? So um, every now I'm gonna do something new. Every time I have a news article or something interesting that happened during the week and I'm talking about it, I'm gonna have a news article link to that. And all of these news articles is, the, is gonna be li- is linked to, the, where it's gonna send you the link to is my website. My website where the article that I have up is is from you know what i'm saying so just that's uh going for forward now you know what i mean it's going it's starting now so from this time forward anyway iphone charge cable pass so there was a team of researchers that um actually developed a small chip inside the lightning cable of iphone chargers small chip and when you plug it in it will easily retrieve the password for that set iPhone. Now, back back a few years ago, there was a thing that was developed in China, which was called that thing was it the eye eye breaker box. I believe that was the word. The eye breaker box. Now, what this eye breaker box did was the same thing. Right? But it was a lot bigger, a lot clunkier. You connect the iPhone and you just press run. And it will run all the sequences of passwords of a four digit password. And it will tell you how long it will take to run all the sequences. To the point where it will run all the sequences nonstop without having the iPhone actually cancel out, you know, with the with 10 attempts. So it would do that. It will run all the password sequences without it having to time out. You know what I'm saying? So they had this uh this thing out. It was in the black market. You can even buy it on Amazon at that time from China for like a hundred and something dollars, right? 
a couple of a couple of places up in the Bronx actually uh, had these type of uh, you know eyebreaker box type of things. Now there's these uh, lightning cables with chips inside of them that will you know steal your password. Now this is the thing that I am questioning, right? I'm questioning this. The iPhone has a feature in it in its security setting that you could choose to put on or take out. The security feature is when the phone is locked, do you allow a cable to be connected while your phone is locked into a computer? Basically, the phone will lock itself up and not allow you to perform anything with that cable inserted in the in the phone when it's connected to a computer when the phone is locked it's not it won't allow you to do anything you have to physically not even face id or anything physically type in the password and press trust and then go to your computer and press trust so that could you know that so it could work you feel what i'm saying there's a feature there I think it's called a uh, USB uh, um, accessibility or something like that. Something in the security features on um, part of the iPhone. Now, what these developers are saying that this chip bypasses or could bypass that type of feature, which basically it basically screams, you know, uh, it basically screams that any phone, anything in technology could be hacked, uh, is vulnerable, you know, is, is not secure 110%. That's what it says. And to me, I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Now from the article that I um I wrote well I didn't I, I wrote some of it right for the article there's a x-ray part there's an x-ray part that even shows a chip right here right and it says the cables contain a small implant chip and they physically uh, and they are the physically physically the same size as a actuator cable making it extremely difficult to identify the malice type of cable the important it the implant itself apparently takes up around half of the length of the usb connector plastic shell allowing that the cable to continue to operate as normal the cable made part of the several um petitions testing tools by security researchers known as the mg um have now entered Mass production is being sold. Cybersecurity vendors hack that. Ooh, this is being sold already. The cables are available. The cables are available in the numbers of versions, including Lightning, USB-C, and it could be virtually mimic cables from a range of accessory manufacturers, making them a making them a noteworthy threat to device security. So. This article came, it's in my website, but this article came from Mac Rumors. And it's insane. 
it says a lot. It basically says a lot. It says that, you know, these, these, uh, these cables are going to be, they're going to end up in the wrong hands. And obviously the iPhone is, it's a luxury item. The iPhone is a, is a phone that everybody goes for. We got to be honest. It is. It's a phone that everybody goes for. There's even, I think, was it some studies that say um, people will take you serious or see you as like some type of way or as a businessman or whatever the case is or a higher status if they see you with an iPhone. It, sa it says a lot. It says a lot. Um, but they're not only doing this to, to lightning cables, the, the iPhone cables. They're doing this with every other cable out there and we don't know who might be infected we just don't know so i'm just saying look out for that you know what i mean be very aware of what is going on i know some of y'all ain't tech heads but at least y'all know. You know what i'm saying i'm moving on to my next topic white supremacists praise the taliban oh man what what happened so apparently um the there's white supremacists on message boards praising the fact that the taliban took over afghanistan and these people are praising him which now the intelligence community uh the u.s government is seeing this as a huge huge red flag and now they're basically looking into white supremacists a lot more serious which i don't understand why they didn't do that in the first place which i don't understand again i understand that non-white people are always a threat and you always got to see them as a malicious see them as as perpetrators i get that but at the end of the day why did what what why why did y'all not don't y'all know homegrown terrorism is a thing you feel me homegrown terrorism is a thing they go out of their way to protect white folks they go out of the way to protect white supremacists because they have to get their narrative straight you know what i'm saying they have to keep their narrative in order so that's why you see certain um, uh, people who obviously did racial hate crimes and they say, well, you know, he just had a bad day. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it, it says a lot. So what they're finding out is that these white supremacists are in, uh, are in chat rooms saying that they did it right. This is how we should have done it. And they're, and they're referring to January 6th. Mind you, these, these are the white supremacists who claim to be extremely patriotic, right? You got to obey the law. You have to, why, why don't you just pull your, your self up from your bootstraps and all this other stuff. These are the same people who are now praising terrorists who attacked this country they're they're praising them look, look at the craziness about this they're praising these people it's insane 
it's insane and it shows that there's no lick of patriotism whatsoever none nothing there's nothing about patriotism with white supremacists whatsoever because they find excuses for non-white people to get victimized under the law because if you if you are a person that is super patriotic america first and all this other stuff that means you have to hold the constitutional law by the book you have to abide by that right and if you see that non-white people's constitutional rights are constantly being violated on a daily on a daily on a daily and you're finding excuses for that and you're calling yourself patriotic that's a crock of bs that means you are for the white supremacist team that's all bs that whole patriotism it's all for show it's all for show it goes out the window you feel what i'm saying it goes straight out the window it's all nonsense because when it comes to real patriotism is people calling out white supremacy when it comes to real patriotism it's people calling out the good and the bad of what's going on that's what real patriotism is regardless of who's in your country and who's not that's what real patriotism is edward snowden is a real patriot in my eyes and there's plenty of examples on why he is you know what i'm saying plenty of examples on why he is so when it comes to things of that nature when it comes to certain people Praising a terrorist organization, might I add, as that's how they did it, and that's how we should have done it, says a lot. It says a lot. And now the US is running scared. They're talking about how can this happen? How can this are we missing so yes, you guys are. There's been plenty of people besides me beating the drum that white supremacy is a terror group. White supremacy is something that we should be focusing on and we should not be ignoring. White supremacy exists and we should stop ignoring it for what it is. There's been plenty of people beating that drum, talking about that. Plenty of people. But yet... It gets ignored. You know why? Because America doesn't want to have that type of conversation. America has always shut itself from the serious conversation that we need to have. And it's called, what are we going to do about white supremacy? You know why? Because if America starts to have that serious conversation, then that's when you have to talk to Billy and Susan and let them know, well, guess what? All the things that you earned isn't really because of, of your hard work. Majority of that came from the benefit of being white. How 
hard of a hit of an ego hit is that gonna be? That's gonna be a massive ego hit, isn't it? That's gonna be a massive ego hit, isn't it? That's gonna be a massive ego hit, of course it is. Of course it is. Because now you have to go and explain, well, you know, uh, the reason why the Statue of Liberty got changed is because, you know, white supremacy and, you know, we free black folks, but that didn't stop us from practicing white supremacy and all of this other nonsense. Now, blah, blah, blah. It's gonna, it's, it's going to have that hard conversation. White folks, America, white America has always ran away from that type of conversation has always ran away and found excuses not to have it because when you really want to have it and you want to sit down and actually listen in and not deflect and not move the goalposts or none of that other stuff that's when you they'll sit down and say god damn my bad my bad but i don't blame them to be honest with y'all I do not blame them. I don't. Because white supremacy it's not it's not about taking fairness. It's not about being right. It's not about I'm going to take my L and go home. It's not about that. It's literally about making a system for myself to go over you because I'm inadequate in my position. So I have to make a system to make sure I go above you. That's what white supremacy is. And the harsh realization to actually understand that the harsh realization to actually see that for what it is. Yeah, it's, it's a bitter pill to swallow. It's a huge bitter pill to swallow. The same bitter pill that some of these Hispanistas need to take. You know what I'm saying? Some of these Hispanistas need to take and know that Spaniards don't see y'all the same. Stop trying to rewrite history and 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 shake it and bake it and 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 twist it this way and flip it the other way and all this other stuff. Stop. Y'all lost. That's it. Black legend, my ass. <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But let me know what you guys think. Do you guys find it interesting? Do you guys find it uh, uh, crazy that these people are praising the Taliban? You know what I'm saying? Let me know. Now, moving on to my final topic until the main topic. Native population grew due to Latinos. Whoa. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now, I made an article. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Pocho. You know, shout out to him. Formerly known as he, um, in Mano Perspective. You know, he came up with a different perspective. You know, no. But shout out to him because he uh, brought this to my attention. And I made an article in the, in the title. I, I said the term white Hispanic is becoming a myth with the new 2020 census identifications, right? And it's basically said that the native population 
on the 2020 census, under Latinos have grown triple. Has grown triple. For the last 10 years, it was always growing by 10. From, I think, was it uh, 2000? It was 4.9. 2010, it was 5.2. And now it's 9.8. It's literally gone triple. It exploded. And this is why. Because... Like I've said before, and I'm going to say it again, there is an awakening happening that we are seeing. There's an awakening happening that we should be a part of. There's an awakening happening that is important and I am happy for it. The awakening is that we as Latin people are starting to learn about our history and know that the racial classification here in America is very, very important. And yes, we're not white. As much as some of the Hispanistas trying to make themselves white, we are not white. Whatsoever, we are not. The reason why we are not white is because where are the white benefits that we're supposed to be getting for being said white. You know what I'm saying? We gotta keep it real. We gotta keep it real. What are these where are these benefits? You know what I'm saying? Where are these benefits? There's no white benefits. There's nothing. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing. Because white folks really share white benefits with other real white folks, not with us. So Throughout this article, they explain how now Latin people, majority Mexicans, Central Americans, South Americans are identifying with native. And that's a very, very important thing. And very important because self-identification is very important. That's the reason why I still believe that we need to come up with our own racial classification. Seriously. That's what I feel that we need to do. So, with this uh, this this uh, article, it, it's, it basically says that the, there's a lot of Latin people. There's a lot of Latin people who are not identifying as white and also identifying as mixed, which is a huge blow to white supremacy, and also it's a huge blow to that narrative that. Latin people like to claim white. You know what I'm saying? It's a huge blow to that narrative also. So it, it, it goes to show that we are waking up. There's an awakening going on and we're in the forefront of it. And I'm telling you right now, everybody that's a part of this movement of black and Latin unity, everybody that's a part of the movement against white supremacy, I'm telling you right now, we are being part of history. We are being part of a very important stable in history. We're also being a part of a very important stable in our own history. I'm telling y'all right now, 
that this isn't just a one-off and this isn't some random shit that some some podcaster is doing on youtube you know what i'm saying i'm telling y'all right now this is serious and this is very important our identity is very very important our identity once you start identifying yourself as something the power that you get is going to be unremarkable nobody could shake you and tell you what you are because you're going to say no and you're going to list off things on why you're not this thing that they're forcing you down your throat that you are that's the reason why the majority of people are denying latinx the majority of people are denying latinx and latinx doesn't even make sense to be honest with you i understand the word latin why they would use it but if they really meant to be non-binary and to be decolonized and all this other stuff y'all would have came up with a different term instead of just putting latin putting an x on latin if y'all really want to be non-binary and have no gender say latin that's it you know what i'm saying or come up with a different term that i've been trying to come up with that identifies us why because the word Latin itself is still shrouded by Eurocentricism. You know what I'm saying? Even though some of us were part of the whole classification and naming, that doesn't mean a damn thing. We're still, we're still under that system. We're still under that system and we need to understand that. So the this this uh this article disproves the whole latin people want to be white and all this other stuff this proves the whole thing this proves it and the other census that's going to come out in 2030 is going to show a further growth of native populations and shout out to them and shout out to them i've always said from the beginning of my podcast till now I've never changed that Latin people should only be identifying with either two things black or native that's it that is it if you ethnically look white and physically look white then you're an Anglo Hispanic and we don't need you around that's all it is because let's be honest, those are the ones like the Nick Fuentes and all that other stuff that give us a bad rap. They're white first and then everything else second. This is something we got to understand. The majority of Latin people who are light skinned or whatever the case is, should be identifying with either two things, black or native. That's it. That's it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it that's it and anybody that doesn't want to fall into that that's cool we have a word called bronze that's something in between you know copper that's something in between either way that's something that's in between that you know what i'm saying but that that that's what i've always been saying and anybody could check the history of radical latino on what the stuff i've been saying you know what i'm saying because yeah i love going back some of the, 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 the haters love going back to catch 
the things I've been saying. You know what I'm saying? I've never changed up. Y'all could go back through y'all Googles. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do y'all do y'all re little little research and stuff. Anyways, moving on to the main topic at hand. Oh my God, main topic at hand. Racist Hispanics are mad about the Afro-Latino term. This is basically a response. I'm be very clear. This is basically a response to Macho's live stream about Afro-Latinos. I'm not going to talk about him, him physically. I'm not going to make fun of anything. I'm just going to go point for point. On that live stream, he said a lot of truth. Things that actually happened. For example, he said that how can Dominicans be classified as racist, right? If during the Haitian occupation, they allowed Haitians in for 20 something years, they, they decided to exile from Haiti because, and this is true, because the Haitians weren't doing what they needed to be done economically and all this other stuff, right? Which is true, had nothing to do with race, which is 100% true. Another thing he said is that Dominicans, mind you, he's, he's, he's just stuck on this whole Dominican thing. For, for some reason because Dominicans ain't that serious they're not the majority of Latin America so whatever anyway Dominicans right he said Dominicans can't be racist right because I think he said is it because um um so, something about I, f I forgot what he said he said something about like they can't be racist because of something um, I, I, f I forgot, but I basically agree. I, I agree to that. I was like, okay, he's right. He's actually right. He's right on that term. I completely forgot what he said. It's going to come to me, but he, he was right on that term that I agreed. I'm like, okay, I give you that. Now, this is where I disagree. He basically made a statement and a question and he pretty much agreed to it himself saying that is Afro-Latino a term that you identify making you an enemy to Dominicans? Again, uh, putting yourself in the box of just being Dominicans, you could have just said Latinos or whatever the case is, but it is, it is what it is. He's, Dominicans is not that serious. You know, Dominicans do not, everybody don't revolve around the earth of Dominicans, all right? It's, they're not that serious. But anyway, so that's what he said, right? Which is completely dumb. And he put out a stat that try to contradict the fact of do Dominicans classify themselves as black, right? He put out a stat and said, well, Dominicans don't classify themselves as black. Da, da, da. All right. I don't know where he got that stat. So I actually looked it up and I found the most recent stat. 74% of Dominicans, Dominican Republic classify themselves as mixed. 74%. 9% uh, um, black 
uh, 3% white and I think was a 2% other, right? So the white population is actually pretty low up in Dominican Republic. The majority of them are saying that they're mixed. Okay. Um, again, that's that classification. Now, this is where it gets weird for some reason, and it goes to the anti-blackness and racism and idioticcy, the idiot, uh, the idiot type of mentality from these people, because they go and say, "Well, black Americans are forcing us to say that we're black." What? I have never, ever, ever heard a black American talk about say you're black or something else or something's gonna happen what i've never heard that the proof that he gives is the comedian and the comedian talk talking about new york city is the only place that he's been at where dominicans will not say that they're black he's like no papi no papi i'm no black i'm dominican papi i'm dominican and then he makes a joke saying if obama gives reparations to all black people from slavery dominicans will be the first one to be like poppy my my grandfather would do was a slave you know what i mean which is hilarious true that does not prove that black americans are trying to force dominicans into this black box that does not prove that what comedy is comedy points out a a inconsistency in a group of people makes fun of it and that's it that's all it is because that 74% of Dominicans claiming mix is a crock of BS. Mix is not a race. When you go to Dominican Republic, the majority of Dominicans are black. That's what it is. The majority of Dominicans are black. That's it. That's, that's all. That's all it is. And I'm gonna talk about macho and you know in a few more minutes, and then I'm gonna give my thoughts on the whole Afro-Latino term. Now, him, just like Rancho, both racist, right? Say that Afro-Latino actually came and derived from these liberal universities, which it didn't. And the reason why they use Afro-Latino is a way to go against the Latino community. No, it's not. That is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. First of all, for those who don't know, Afro-Latino, the term, was created in New York by a group of Afro-Cubans. The term Afro-Latino was created by Latin people. For those who don't know, look it up. It started by Afro-Cubans because they wanted to make a move, a political move, to basically say that the African Latin people who are now being classified Afro-Latinos are being marginalized in Latin America and also in America, which is 100% true. 100% true. A lot of people like Rancho likes to point out that Latin America isn't racist. And then he gives this little uh, story that never happened right saying that him and his homie jamal went to a mexican party everybody got uh felt some type of way until he said well my homie jamal he's actually cuban and everybody started feeling better uh doesn't that prove racism in the latin community why would they feel some type of way in the beginning 
couldn't they just assume that he was Cuban? That doesn't make sense. So again, there is racism in the Latin community. Rancho, Chivo, Macho, all of them prove it. They prove it. They're in the embodiment of it. Even that Phoenix dude, he proves it. Even though he sounds like he got peanut butter stuck on the top of his mouth. They prove it. They prove it. Now, the Afro-Latino term was not created by liberal uh, universities. It was created by Latin people in a social cause. That's what it was created for. And it's 100% true. Look at Latin American news, novelas, uh, TV shows. All of them are either Anglo-Hispanics or light-skinned Latinos. That's what they are. That's what they're showing. And that's what they show. They always show that. So the Afro-Latino label is a true label. It's a true label because of, of people that were marginalized. Obviously. Just like every other thing up in America was, was when white supremacy controls it, it always has to go with anti-blackness. In the Latin community, it's nothing less. There's anti-blackness in and outside the Latin community. Afro-Latin people get marginalized. It's 100% true. That's all it is. And they were, in that stream, they were making a weird, weird, weird comparison. Like, super weird comparison. Like, uh, Dominicans who claim, doesn't claim black automatically, you know, they, you know what I mean? Like they, th this is the thing in Dominican Republic. There's a lot of people that claim black, but don't know how to make the racial distinction to express that they're not black Americans. Okay. So in Dominican Republic, you will hear a black Dominican call themselves Moreno, meaning black. But when they come to America, they want, they don't know how to make the distinction to say, I'm not black American. They don't know how to make the distinction. So they will say, I'm not a Moreno, basically meaning I'm not a black American. I'm Dominican, letting people know that they're just Dominican. That's all it is. They don't know how to express that because they don't, they aren't aware of the racial dynamics so far here in America. That's all it is. That's all it is. So it comes off as anti-black. It comes off as something that is coming off as, oh, they're racist. If that was the case, there would have been millions of black folks getting slaughtered up in Dominican Republic every day. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. There's a lot of corruption. Yes. Are people disappearing left and right for some weird reason? Yes. Is there femicide? Yes. Is there racism? Of course there is. But are, but is the understanding about them being Afro Latinos a way 
to undermine the whole Latin community? No. You know why? Because if we're going to be using that logic, if we're going to use that logic, that means that calling yourself Hispanos or Spanish is going against the Latin community. We could use that argument too. Macho, we can use that argument too, Macho. We could use that same argument too, Rancho. We could use that argument. You're going against the Latin community by calling yourself Hispano. You know why? Because Spaniards came and invaded our country. So you calling yourself a colonizer. That's what you're saying. So you're going against your people. That's what, that's what you're saying. We can use that logic too. We can also say that you calling yourself a Spaniard or a Hispano is actually going against your own culture. Because if you're calling yourself that, that means you can't go and actually dance certain dances, eat certain things, or even try to live a certain lifestyle. You feel me? We can use that same argument too. And by the way, having Spanish blood does not make you Hispanic, by the way. Actually, it doesn't even make you, it doesn't make you Latin. There's plenty of Latin people that don't have a lick of Spanish blood in them. That's, they're still, they're still Latin. You know what I mean? They're still, they're still part of that, which is really weird. Why the, the thing that they try to use, like they try to really use that whole Spanish side. Well, if you have the Spanish blood, that's the reason. What? That's super weird. I've never seen that anywhere. That, does that make black Americans Brit Britons then? They're English, right? They're just, they're, they're from England. Is that, if we want to use that argument, we could use that argument, right? That makes no sense. So that means Filipinos should not be called Filipinos. They should be called Hispanics, right? If we really want to use, do that argument, we can. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. That live stream was 100% pure anti-blackness. And it's not a stretch of the, uh, of the imagination why certain people would be up in there. That Phoenix dude, a racist. Macho, a racist. Rancho, a racist. Yes. All birds of a feather flock together. Come on. And the fact that they go like, no, we're not racist. We just say racist things, you know, we're not racist. Dude, come on now. Come on now. Really? Okay. It doesn't make sense. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It just doesn't make sense. And the fact that these certain people literally believe their own BS is it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Now, now I'm outside of the pointing. I'm just going to be attacking character. Now it's hilarious. It's hilarious. You got one side macho, right? Who has to call himself something that he's not and contradicts himself on the daily, right? 
says that he's for Dominican people, but yet goes out and attacks Dominican women verbally and through social media, we have the receipts on a constant basis. That That's not protecting Dominican people, homie. That's going against them, stupid. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't make sense. And then on top of that, I don't know what kind of lifestyle he's living because he's literally drunk 24 seven. You feel me? I think he literally pees out. Uh, he, 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 he pees out Hennigan. Like, like, come on, bro. How you pee out Corona? Like that may dude, let's really look at the people. Y'all really gotta look at the people. These people follow. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. If you really listening to somebody who they ain't, they're contradicting themselves left and right, and they're not even uh, living the lifestyle that they're preaching, it says something. It says that maybe I need to step back and not really follow who I need to be following. You feel me? I'm just saying. I don't know. Am I out of turn? Whatever. But anyway, listen, that's been the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at the same name, radical underscore Latino underscore. Also, cash app dollar sign radical Latino. You can support. Go to my website, radicallatino.com. Go to the news articles. I update, I update them daily. So go to my news article. Radical news is on the tabs. Go to my news articles and get informed on your daily current events. And all that good stuff. With that being said, I'm gonna leave y'all with my two favorite quotes. I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. And if black and brown unity doesn't happen in my lifetime, I might not change the world, but I might inspire the mind that will. With that being said, I'm gonna catch y'all later. Peace! <laughs>